This week, we're back at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Stay tuned and you'll hear some tips on your next vacation to Universal Studios, Florida. Welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 136 for the week releasing Monday, November 29th, 2010. Welcome again. This is Adam and here's Doug. This week, everybody, we are back in uh, the wizarding world of Harry Potter and we are going to be visiting Ollivanders and discussing some other stuff, uh, a few things within the park. And so anyway, sit back, get comfortable, grab your favorite uh, butterbeer and let's go. Interested in free travel advice on your upcoming trip or vacation? Contact us and we'll help you out. For more information, click on the Book It tab on our website. You can always download free photos on our Flickr page by just clicking on our Photos tab on our website. And you can email us, podcast, at theseamazingplaces.com. All right, so I got my butterbeer and I'm ready to go. I got my pumpkin juice. All right. Actually, so, it should be the opposite. Yeah, that's true. That's I true. like the I butter beer, you like the pumpkin juice. Yeah, so. yeah, which I thought that's a good good, uh, good way to say a review because we each have our own opinions, but the fact yeah. that we like the different ones. We will go into that more later. Before we begin, I also wanted to mention, if you have not listened to our past shows about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter or any Universal Orlando shows, back on show 94... We covered a basic overflow of the park uh, in Islands of Adventure and all that. If you need some more information on that, a lot of people already know about it. Uh, if you haven't, um, I mean, if you don't know any, there's some info for you. Uh, also, on show 132, which was just a couple of weeks ago, we covered the Forbidden Journey ride in uh, Wizarding World and covered some details there. We are going to try not to repeat some of those details on this show, and we definitely have a lot of new content that we have not talked about yet, and especially some tips that we have, because I think there are some important things that we, when we went going into it, we necessarily didn't hear and thought you, you all should know when you're planning a trip to the Wizarding World and Islands of Adventure that it would be good to know. So... We are just going to kind of go back and forth. We don't really have a whole lot, but Doug's got a little bit of... Why don't you tell the little story behind... Okay, little story. Okay, start with... So we're in Ollivanders, and you're going to tell about that. Right. Well, okay, first of all, Ollivanders, I'm going to give you kind of a blend here of what they want you to believe while you're there and what kind of takes place in the movie. Ollivanders is owned by the Ollivander family, and it's run by Mr. Ollivander, who is the person that technically you're watching do the presentation, uh, the wand presentation while you're in the shop. Now, uh, before we get into the shop, though, we want to go through some stuff about when you're on the outside of the ride waiting to get in. Uh, you know what? First, let me go into, in the movie, it's actually in Diagon Alley, but here, if for people who are really uh, sensitive on this stuff or they really try to follow the books and they want everything to blend perfectly, here it's actually a smaller branch uh, in Hogsmeade. So for those of you who think, well, this isn't Diagon Alley. Yeah. Uh, if, okay. you, if you're comparing to the exact movie, it is 
by all means not. But at right. the same time, visually, it looks a lot like the visually movie. and right. uh, the snow. You get a good look at the snow on the which so we kind of compressed that. many facts into one thing and made it all work. Yeah, which kind of fits into the whole entire Wizarding World itself. I, we talked about this and the fact that they marketed it as the Wizarding World and people thought it was a whole theme park. No, it's just a little section of the theme park. But at the same time. They've compressed it into a good. I think it's a good amount of space right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's, think it's even though Ollivander's is not as big as it is in the movies. It's good. You know, so. too, I'll say something too while I'm here because I've thought this a thousand times. If you're not a Harry Potter fan, it's not that big of a deal. I, I'm not saying if you hate him, but I'm just saying if you're not really a uh, uh, somebody who's really going through the details of the story with a fine comb. Uh, then I don't think it's going to matter. I think you're still going to enjoy this park. I am not somebody who reads all the books and watches all the movies. But then again, you know what? I'm also not a, like a real fan of Seven Snow White and Seven Dwarfs and all that stuff, but I still like Disney. And so I kind of entered into this place the same way of thinking. This is interesting. Technologically, it's really cool. Visually, it's stunning. There are many things that you can get from this without... Uh, being a major Harry Potter fan, so yeah, and don't, my, yeah, don't withdraw yourself from this park if you think that. My perspective is very similar. However, I've seen all the movies. Right. I kind of got into it because my sister is she's extremely into it. She's books, 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 and movies, movies, movies. She went and saw the new one already. And in fact, many of you, if you're fans, you've probably already seen it by now. I haven't, you know, because I'm not that big a fan. But I may see it soon with her and. But again, I I am a fan of theme parks, and I was expecting detail, and I was ex- I had the bar set high, and we had talked about this on the last yep. show about Harry Potter, and I it met my expectations, right. and with Which my means, so it hits the the person who's not a real in depth person into Harry Potter, and it also hits the person who is very in depth yes, about yes, very so. much, and in fact, now that the new movie is out, my my interest is peaked on this new movie more than any of the other movies because I've went to the Wizarding World right. here. And I think that that's the whole reason why they kind of do it, so they all go hand in hand. But okay. anyway. Um, all right, that gets yeah. off a little bit, but I still thought it was good to just – I felt like I, I needed to throw that in there. Definitely. I don't want people to not go to this park because they'll say, I don't really care about Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, you know, I still don't think it matters. There's one thing I also want to mention, too. We talked to some Disney fans while we were down there, and they had mentioned to us, they said, oh, you know, I'm just going to wait till the crowds die down, and then I'm going to go check it out when the crowds aren't as big. I didn't think the crowds were that bad when we were there. Mm-hmm. No, they weren't. It was late September, and it was it was fine. It it, it, was, it was still a crowded. school day while we were there, but it was still somewhat crowded. Yeah, yeah, but I really don't think it was that bad. And if you're really looking for like it to be completely dead when you go there, I don't think that's going to happen no. anytime soon. Unless you are like, you hit that one theme park day when all the parks across, you know, in Florida are completely dead anyway, because I don't know. But they're doing but, everything they can to make sure that it doesn't happen yeah. in all of the theme parks. So oh. if you're expecting that, you know, hey, yeah, this I, I want to go in when the park is completely dead, that's... Well, plus, if you're expecting to go to the Forbidden Journey or you're expecting to go to Ollivander's, these are very popular attractions within this park. And so, hence, I can jump into this. Uh, I'll jump into what you're going to see when you get to Ollivander's. Um, I want to okay. jump in and remind me at the end. I want to definitely tell the listeners the detail, the deals that are going on right now when you book a vacation with 
uh, Universal Studios okay. and the Wizarding World and all and that stuff. And going on for a long time. Those Hence are. the reason why we can throw them so in there, we, and they'll still be relevant. We'll hit them back now. at the end with uh, some prices and whatnot. Okay. So I say we go ahead and trudge forward on your okay. list there. Uh, okay. What you're going to notice when you first get there is, uh, or I want you to be aware ahead of time, is that the wait time to get into this ride is lengthy. Adam and I were there on a well, slow time. It's not a ride, but well, on, and on this attraction, we should explain right. it. But yeah, yeah anyway. we'll go into well, and you'll hear what it is. Yeah, go ahead too in the audio. Uh, anyway, so wait time is lengthy. The queue is basically all outside. It really looks as though I don't know the way that they had to plan the town. They couldn't really put switchbacks, which are like the stations, the bars and stuff that you're walking through while you're in line. So you end up kind of waiting in this alley between a couple buildings. Well. And up against the wall, and mm-hmm. it's not really conducive. Uh, if you have kids, it's going to be tough because you're standing most of the time. And if you're not standing, you're going to be sitting on the ground at the point when you kind of get out, and you're out kind of in direct sunlight somewhat. Most of the uh, time. Yeah. And so that can be rough, rough on you. Uh, and by the time that you're out of that, you're walking directly into the attraction itself, getting ready for the presentation. Yeah, so but just, I wanted to, I wanted to say, yeah. Remember how we looked down at the ground and we saw those switchback locations? It looked like the poles had been screwed in at one point. And then they had taken them out. But they had taken them out because the way they were screwed in, it wasn't for a very long line. Right. Uh, it almost seems like they didn't realize how popular this was going to be and how long people well, were willing to I would have never guessed wait. it. As we yeah. just said, this isn't like a major no. ride with tons of special effects and thrilling and all of this but there, it's very very popular there could be two reasons why number one it is popular number two people don't know you can go in the back door well that's true so which we'll get to. yeah we should talk yeah, about and, that you know i guess I, maybe they're also hoping that at some point people are saturated on the presentation side of it and they do all just start to go into the shop and so the presentation side doesn't take in as many visitors which yeah. means the lines shorten and that could happen yeah Okay, so uh, anyway, uh, most of our time, yeah, we spent outside, beside rails. Yes, uh, many people did sit on the ground. You may be upset that your kids are sitting on the ground. Make sure that you have water or something, too, if it's hot. Or something warm for them if it's cool outside. Yeah. Either way, kids can become very uh, irritating. So, something uh, you should happens. know, the time it... If you see the line and it is completely filled and to this, you know, through the turnstiles and you're, the line is goes back to the wall, there's a wall there that is on the other side of the wall is the Dueling Dragons ride attraction. But if you're if the line is to that far, it was about an hour yep. wait. So yep. I don't know if you're willing to wait that long, but it be ready. If you it, want to see this attraction, it, you better be willing to wait at least probably that long, 45 minutes to an hour. So just get yourself in line, be prepared. And uh, just hang out. Uh, and I think your kids will definitely enjoy it. Okay, next I'm going to go into, we're going to actually go into the attraction now. Uh, what I want to tell you is some things, and this is stuff that I picked up off of the audio that I heard some other adults around us saying that their kids were disappointed because uh, one lady said, well, so-and-so, my son's disappointed because he thought there would be more than one child picked in the presentation room. What they do in the presentation room is one child walks up to the counter. He says, what's your name? You'll hear all this in the audio. What's your name? And then uh, they say their name, and then he basically gives them a wand, or they ask for a certain wand. And then they he tells them, do this with the wand, point it at this bell, and do this. And, of course, you go through the standard. Uh, uh, it doesn't work well, right the first couple times, and then the third time it works. 
Yeah. But that's only one person. So if you're going in there mm-hmm. thinking there's going to be a whole group, like a line of kids all lined up to do this, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I Actually, I kind of want to go in a little detail with that because it wasn't quite that easy. The way you explained it, it was more of a show because the guy was the our wizard guy who was there he was up on the up on the top of the step kind of just hovered like hidden and we were kind of all just standing around and suddenly he starts moving walking down the steps and he had already picked out it was almost like this magical he knew who was this person he wanted to pick out in the crowd so he already has in his mind when you're walking in the room who he's going to pick out from a child which child he's going to pick out and then they pick that person and say who's your name you know what's your name and then the person in our case, in our audio, you'll hear it. Alexis is her name. Um, but yeah, then they go through the process of trying to give, because they say, just like in the movies, the wand chooses you. You don't choose the wand. Right. So that's what the whole storyline, I wanted to say that because it's that's not fine. like a- any kid could go to the counter and the first one to the counter gets picked. No, that's not right. the case. No, he yeah. kind of chooses mm-hmm. at that point. Okay, uh, you, do not, uh, you do not pick your wand, though, in this room. Let's make sure that everybody understands that, too. This for is everyone else. The presentation mm-hmm. one. Yes, for everyone else. You're going to actually go into the next room, uh, which is like the gift shop, kind of, and that's mm-hmm. where you're going to pick your wand. We'll get into information on that. First, I want to say, too, though, photographs and video are permitted. You know, I put on here to check on Flash. I do believe some people were using Flash while we're in there. Uh, that could become a problem at some point. So check on the settings of your camera. And you can actually, there's enough light in there to take pictures without, uh, if you reset the settings on your camera, without using the flash and you'll still get great pictures, which we have tons of those and a little bit of video that'll actually go up on our site that you can see that. Uh, Next, the room, when you go in there, it's very crowded. As with everything within the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, it is not very big. It's not made for crowds. It's made for about 30 people. Right. And so so you're going to end up uh, with a lot of people kind of crunched into one room it's not like a mosh pit but it's pretty crowded in there so uh try to uh try to get your uh small kids especially up close yeah if you can make a move toward the front of the counter which is where the presentation will happen so if you get them up there they'll be able they'll be able to see what's going on if not it's going to be very hard for you with the tight quarters to even pick them up and hold them up so that they can see what's happening which once again if that happens to them and they can't see what's going on in the room, then you just end up with an irritated, disappointed child. So just be prepared for that. Uh, let's see here. I have some descriptions. I don't okay. want to move on if you're ready. No, go to ahead. I wanted to say that the room is very, very tall. So if you get an opportunity, in fact, I have a video of this. I definitely and there's took, pictures too. There's pictures yep. and video of the how tall it is, and you can see the wands just stacked and stacked. It's kind of cool because it's a lot like the Ollivanders in the movie yeah. when you think of it in that regard. Um, but uh, while you're, when the crowd is kind of ready to move out, if you stick around and just capture some of that visually with your mind and eyes and stuff, you can definitely see some of that detail that they put in there that is just like the detail that's out on the street when, you, when you're thinking about the storyline. Yeah, the, they did put a lot of things stuff. in there that don't really serve as anything in the ride. They just serve visually. That's what I mean by this whole place is visually stunning because mm-hmm. they do things that and, don't really add. Like It's not going to make it so you can get more people into the ride or anything like that. It's visual. And if you look at the back wall, there are actually little... Um, uh, I don't know, display cases with wands, and it says people's names underneath each wand. And if you didn't know, maybe you did, 
I don't know. I guess I didn't really know. Everybody has their own wand. Right. Because uh, it kind of like, they're all different. But anyway, it's got display cases from the characters in the movies and their wands. And it's cool because the back wall is the only place where you could see that. I took some video. It's a little hard to see in the video, but you can at least see they're a little bit lit. And you can, I didn't, you can't see whose is whose, but you can at least see the different styles. And it was kind of cool to at least see that from the, just the detailed perspective and the staircase where the guy comes down. And even the costume of the, the guy who's the wizard guy who's yeah, he giving was the wand. You know what? Now that we're going into this, before we just go into the gift shop, we should probably just play the audio here. Okay. So that people can hear it. This guy, honestly, and I think probably all of them are fascinating with the accent, with the way that they present themselves. They really, they have it down. Mm-hmm. And so I think it, it was neat as an adult to watch him do this. I can't imagine even as a, as a child or a big fan of Harry Potter to see yeah. it. had to be amazing. Yeah, this guy does very well, and uh, we'll play it right now. If you're listening in a car, you might have to turn it up just a little bit. As I was doing some tweaking with the audio, I found his quiet talking kind of got covered up at times. But for the most part, I was really impressed that the mic picked up as good as it did. Yeah. So uh, we'll play that now. And so this is just the Ollivander's wand shot presentation. And we'll be back to talk a lot more uh, after this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ollivanders. Makers of fine ones since 382 BC. And the one keeps. Please feel free to browse, just do so quietly. I'll be in a moment. What is your name? Alexis. I wondered when I'd be seeing you. You're here for your bond? Right this way. Alexis, it's just the first one. Everyone can take three steps back. Alexis, which is your wand currently? All right. You would please extend it out to the side, like so. Perfect. Now, Alexis, you may know every Ollivander's wand has a powerful magical substance. We use unicorn hairs, phoenix tail feathers, and the heartstrings of dragons. No two Ollivander ones are the same. Just as no two unicorns, dragons, or phoenixes are quite the same. And you should never get such good results with another wizard's wand. Why is this for you? A wand? A willow? Ten and a half inches. Squishy. Unicorn hair. Just take this one and uh, you see that bell over your head? Alexis, I'd like for you to make it ring. Just one time. Aim your wand. Now give it a wave. To those of us who studied one lord, the one chooses the wizard. It's not always clear as to what.
opportunities. Rigid. Dragonheart stream. It's a little dark in here right now, Leslie, so I might take this one and illuminate the tip. Focus, oh, don't point it at me. Focus on the tip and say, Lumos! You're doing fine. <laughs> this is the best results must always occur, where there's the strongest affinity between wizard and wand. Gentlemen, if you wish to continue browsing, please feel free to join Alexis next door, where you'll see our entire collection of ordinance. Thank you for staying Okay, and if you want to know how many pictures we have, all those clicking noises, that was all Doug taking pictures. So, uh, of course, some of those didn't turn out, and they were a little blurry, and we didn't put them up. But uh, they are on our Flickr if you are interested in seeing any of those. Uh, and not to mention the video that right. will be out there too. Um, I forgot. I while we broke there, I wanted to say a little bit about the queue. Uh, while you're waiting in line, also uh, for those that are, of course, the movie fans, there's a Quidditch uh, case that's in behind one of the display cases that's in one of the windows in the shops as you're waiting for Ollivanders that is moving, just like the Quidditch balls that have to be locked down in the case in the movie. And they're like it's shaking, and you can. It's cool because you can kind of look down, and there it is, just kind of trying to get out of its case and it's just like that neat feel that like it's just like in the movies that you see um also while you're waiting in line if you're kind of bored i we sort of were i mean it, yeah. it was an I mean, hour there's away and there's not a lot to do you're just in a whatever waiting in line take a pay attention to the roof line and uh check out the snow that's there um we actually i was talking to doug about our pictures and i found one picture that i was like wow this is an amazing photo over by three broomsticks where it's just a sh shot of like the chimney stacks with their angled but then the snow and you can really see the detail in the roof line right on while you're waiting in line for olivanders of how the snow is painted in a way to just reflect it the real wet. snow yeah it really looks wet it really looks like it's kind of it's funny because we get snow around here, so I know exactly. It's like the style of snow that when you got a big blanket of snow and then it kind of got around 32 degrees and got a little yeah, warmer. It starts to melt. Where it bit. starts to melt because the end yeah. of the roof, you know, generally gets that thick, wet 
drippy kind of snow. And yep. then the top of the roof, usually the snow runs off. Well, that's the way these are painted. And it's awesome because it looks completely like that. And yeah. they did a really good job with the, the way they designed it. And also, too, if you look across the street while you're standing there, across, straight across the street from Ollivander, you'll see Dominic's uh, window up on the second story of a building, which is uh, Dominic's music shop. If you mm. look closely, you'll be able to see sheet music and stuff dancing around. In there. Yeah. So it's cool it, stuff. We have pictures of all this stuff, so we'll put it up so you have some reference when it, you do go. And that goes into kind of the – we're going to go into this in another show at another time, but that kind of goes into the little details that they put where there's a little storyline if you just kind of stand around and kind of meander around. Don't just stream through the place to get on the ride or do whatever. If you're just hanging around, drinking a butterbeer or whatever you want to do, that those things will pop out to you. And, at some point uh, we are. We're going to take you on a walk audio walk and stuff uh that we did and you'll be able to hear a lot of what's going on all around yeah so that's what i thought was fascinating uh musically just the sounds all the little things that were going on uh just were just made it good it made it really made the place something else yep. just to behold yeah definitely okay uh okay at this point then we're going to head on over into the gift shop which is directly off you're going to step through a door you're in the gift shop First thing you're going to see on is a guy on your left. Looks like he's behind uh, bars in a jail, but kind of. But that's basically the cashier. I think that's basically the way it looked in the movie. Uh, yep. I think I remember that. Anyway, um, the things I want to kind of warn you about when you go into the shop, it is like everything. As I just said in Wizarding World of Harry Potter, it's very small, confined. You're going to be uh, crowded in there because you're stepping in with 40 people. 30 to 40 people that were all just in the presentation with you. Many times there are people left from the presentation that just happened five minutes ago because their kids are still looking for that right wand. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now you're in with them. The, the shop becomes very crowded. Uh, every wand uh, is displayed. Uh, you'll see one displayed and then the boxes above them that contain that wand. So just pay close attention to that. A lot of people were not doing that when we were in there. They wouldn't even see the wand. They would just start pulling the boxes off the shelf and opening the box only to find out, oh no, my child doesn't like that one. They put that box back. They would go on to the next one. As that's going on, you're possibly standing because you can't get to the wands in that shelf until they move out of the way. So you're waiting on them. So if you do, just kind of pan around the room You'll see the wands. You'll see the description of the wands right below the boxes of the wand that you might want. And, so. and the names of the person's wand is right. on the box. So to make sure you have the right wand, you can look at that. Just save yourself and your children a huge hassle because mm -hmm. it, it would get frustrating. I remember standing there thinking, well, yeah, if I really wanted to grab a wand right now, this could be tough because there are, what, maybe 25 of them? Probably around that many. And if yeah. you went through that with every one, opening the box, show it to the child. The child doesn't like it. Close the box. Put the box back on the shelf. Go to the next one. Well, by the time you've done that, uh, let's say three or four of them, the next group is now coming in. Yep. Which is another 30 people. Well, here's, so. here's another issue. The cash register is right there. Yeah. So it's very difficult because there's a line for the cash register. And that, and it, it, is, it is a small – I think it's a smaller room than where you oh, just yeah. came from. Yep in the in the presentation room that and now that opens to another doorway that goes to the back part of the gift shop which is where you can get in the back maybe the now would be a good time yeah, to tell them yeah it's a good time um, if you've been to the presentation if you or if you don't want to go into the presentation you just want the wand you can very easily go in through the back it's back by the dueling dragons or is it called dueling dragons it's called, well it's, uh 
I forget what it's yeah, called. Dragon Challenge or Dragon something Challenge, like that. Dragon Challenge, but yeah. anyway, okay, that back wall. And it's called Dervish and Bangs. Mm -hmm. B-A-N-G-E-S. Just look for that sign. Go in through that door, and you'll be in the shop. Yeah. And so, yeah, possibly you can get yourself in and out. It's still going to be busy in there, but you haven't just waited an hour to go through a presentation, mm -hmm. and now you're in there trying to do this. No, the problem is, uh, maybe we should talk about that too. Dervish and Bangs, the, when you first walk in the shop, it's not, that's not the area where you can get the wand. You actually have to trudge through the crowd and go into the, go forward more towards the close, towards the center of the street because you're in the back alley and you're going, you're going to walk towards the front of the store. Right. That's where the wands are and where the cash register that's long. Just be prepared. Where people are coming out. Because this was a rather, I, I don't want to say a real slow day, but it was a slow day for this park. And that place was crazy yeah. while we were in there. So just be prepared for that. Uh, I, I don't know. In any way that you have to, if you want to have them pick out the wand and then you have a spouse with you and you want to send the kids out while you just grab the wands and pay for them so they're not in there amongst all that. It's just going to be – I'm trying to save everybody the frustration that many times ruins the day mm -hmm. for people, especially when you have young kids with you. So if you could just let them pick out their wands, get their wands – you know, and then you go pay for them while they kind of head out with mom or dad or brother or sister or whatever. Okay, and if you actually have the time and you're adults or you whatever, you don't have kids that are, you can meander around. You'll find a lot of people in the way, but at the same time, there is much more than wands to be able to purchase. Quidditch right. uh, jerseys. Mm -hmm. uh, they had so many they had. That, I think they had the full robes, like yeah. the, the robes that they have in the movies. Uh, there that, were books. There were movies. There were DVDs, Blu-ray and regular DVD. There were so many things in there. Yeah. I, pretty much anything. I mean, even if you wanted to get into the elaborate, they even, I believe, had the Quidditch ball set. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, of course, it's one of those rare things. It's going to cost you $250. But if you're a collector, they have collector sets of wands. They have collector's items of a lot of different mm -hmm. things. So, And yeah, I was just going to say, if you're not even going to buy any merchandise, it's just well worth looking around. Because yeah. up top, um, first of all, back in the front of the store at the owl posts, there are owls sitting on their perches, and you could see little droppings, and we take pictures it's of these. It's very detailed, yeah. It's, it's cool because the, the droppings are on the stands. None of the yeah. owls move like animatronics or anything like that, but at the same time, there was a window where they go in and out, just like in the movie, which was cool. It looked like it. It was up above. Yeah. And then in the room, right in Dervish and Bangs on the back door when you first walk in, there are three brooms kind of almost look like they're floating, but they're tied with a rope to the wall so that they don't fly away. Right. And uh, that was just the neat little detail from them just being in a gift shop. That It was kind of so, cool. So. And yeah, really cool stuff uh, all over this place. And I'm sure there are things that Adam and I even missed while we were in there. So uh, take your time and go through that shop as best that you can. If you have to, kind of go in and out a couple times. Maybe don't try to do all your shopping in that store in one trip. Yeah. So get what you need maybe and go back out and come back again later on. Maybe try to catch that where the flow falls off between groups in the shop and maybe that might make it a little easier. Mm -hmm. Okay. Speaking of all of this stuff, if you – Merry Christmas. This is a Merry Christmas part of the show. If you um, – Oh, yeah. If you decide uh, that you're not going to make it there or you're not going to get there or you don't want to go there or something but – you do uh, have a child that wants a wand or wants a shirt or wants a scarf, many items. Universal has a Universal store. Just Google it, Universal store. It's universalorlando.com, okay. and then okay. there's a store is right there. And they, sell, the, they sell all of the wands at the same price you're going to pay in the store. They sell the shirts. They sell scarves. They sell the hats, the movies, you name it. It's like being in the store, mm -hmm. but you can shop right online. So 
Anyway, but the only problem is you're paying for shipping, so right. well, I don't. I instead of paying for the trip to get there, yeah, I true. guess you know, and the child still gets the lawn, mm-hmm. so if that's I, what they want. I want to mention I read something that someone was in a Warner Brothers shop, and they actually had to pay a lot more for it in the Warner Brothers shop. So you might even find it cheaper to just purchase this online if you're not gonna actually go, if you're not going to the park anytime soon, or you want a Christmas gift for someone, a wand or whatever. Go to the online universalorlando.com. Click on get on the store there, and cool. you'll find it. Uh, prices. It yep. was twenty nine ninety five for a wand. Yep. Is that and is they were selling hundreds of them while we stood uh, there yeah. in the shop. Um, those are that's not bad. When I first heard it, when it first opened, I was under the impression that wands were different eighty dollars an up or something. Even yeah, now. and I don't know if they maybe changed over time. Well, or they do what. have gift sets, like collector sets that are like three wands together that. That'll range higher in price. Okay. So, but other than that, I mean, thirty dollars—it's still steep, but it's not ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for a Christmas gift, if this is something that your child's really interested in, I think I couldn't believe it when I found that much stuff in the online store. Yeah. I really thought it would be limited because they want you to come to the park. That's what I thought too. Yeah, I agree. But so. They're not. Mm-hmm. So, I guess because they believe that the park has something more to offer, and it does. It does have more to offer than just going in and shopping. There's yeah. a lot of that. I'm telling you, though. Look at the pictures that we have up online. Uh, friend us. And basically, it means uh, become a contact of ours, and you can even see more. On Flickr. On, on Flickr, Flickr, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll even see you'll see all the pictures that we have available for that park. Yeah. And the place is stunning. So. Okay. Uh, got anything more to offer? Uh, I, we didn't do butterbeer and pumpkin oh, juice okay. reviews See? if you wanted to do that. That's um, fine. I'll, I'll then... do the butterbeer and you do the pumpkin juice, and then we'll tell them why. Okay. Okay, I'll start with the butterbeer. Butterbeer, you can get in two different ways. It's going to be on carts, basically, throughout the park. Uh, if you want to buy a collector's cup, that cup then you can use through the remainder of the day. Uh, while you're in the Islands of Adventure, you can have it refilled with any kind of soda. I think it was 85 cents. If really? You to have it refilled after okay. that for the remainder but of the I day. But I don't think you can give butter beer for 85 cents. Uh, no, no. So, yeah. but to buy that, the first butter beer in the cup, in the collector's cup, was 11.50. Okay. Okay. So 11.50 and then 85 cents for not butter beer for any other soda drink okay. in, in within the parks. Okay. Uh, the butter beer itself was like a very rich uh, ginger ale. with almost like a marshmallowy vanilla cream on the top. I of it. I would say cream soda. Okay. My my opinion, I don't know what it is. Maybe someone has it online. Who knows? Well, you actually, it, there are recipes for it online. Oh, are there? Yeah. Nice. So. I would say cream soda because it didn't have that grit that ginger ale has. It that's had, true. It still had that like cream soda feel, but it, at the same time, it's it was a little bitter. It was a little bit of bitter cream yeah. soda. I thought it was delicious. Oh, it was good. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say I didn't like it. I'm yeah. just saying I preferred the pumpkin juice, but yeah. we'll get there in a second. Um. Before I forget, three twenty-five. Three twenty-five. If you just want a cup, butterbeer in a cup, and that great deal. video of me holding the butterbeer right. is already. Uh, if not, On we'll Flickr. make it. We'll make it live by the time this releases, so that you can see it. Right. I do a little pan while we're. The video is actually taken coming from Jurassic Park. And back into Hogsmeade on the back side. I'm just standing. Yeah, and you were standing. Yeah, but in you, line. You point the camera up at one point and it comes back down. So yeah. for anybody who wonders, where is he standing at that point? Yeah. Uh, let's see. It would be for Vin Journey was on his left, and you're heading into the back gate from Jurassic Park into yeah. Hogsmeade. And I'll mark it in the video in okay. case people don't hear it. But uh, at the same time, uh, yes, I enjoyed the butterbeer. I felt like the frothy 
was yeah. the most interesting to me because they did a very good job with making it look authentic, like almost like real like butterbeer in the movies. It gave you that mustache, like yep. that that because uh, yeah, it's layer. marshmallowy kind of thick. Yeah, I, it was almost like an ice cream whipped cream yeah. style. It was really sweet on top, and yeah. so that's what made it. <laughs> what threw good. you off because it was very carbonated with that sweet kind of thick uh-huh. stuff on top. Yeah, of course. So then I sucked two of them down and almost regurgitated on the <laughs> forbidden journey. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, I just I don't usually drink pop, so that's why the carbonation kind of took me for surprise. Yeah. But anybody who drinks pop, you'll be fine drinking it. Yeah, um, it's well worth the money. Oh yeah, for three twenty-five. Oh, when I yeah. first when I, initially when we first had that, I was like, "What three twenty-five? This is amazing!" I was totally expecting. And if you, you, you want to get a collector's cup, that's cool. But eleven fifty, I thought it was kind of steep. Yeah, depends on how much you're gonna, how much pop you want to drink during the day, and then you're almost looking at another buck every time you want to refill it. Yeah, and then you're carrying that cup around with you the whole day, which yeah. And I know this doesn't work for the United, you know, British folks, but I think it was sixteen ounces because I don't know how what's that converts to milligrams and all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, sixteen ounce. It was about a sixteen ounce cup. Just a disposable cup, but at the same time, I had the Wizarding World of Harry Potter written on the cup. So if you wanted to keep that in your yeah, that you could do that and uh, take it home. Then there you go. It's a little souvenir without having it completely. Um, okay. Anything more you want to say about uh, that? No, I, I think it's a refreshing drink for three twenty-five. It's a great deal. Yeah. So, get it. Pumpkin juice. I remember. I think the price was around six dollars or a little more than six. Yeah, I think it was six twenty-five. Okay. That comes in a already contained, already made manufactured container bottle and it's got like a pumpkin on it and so you can actually turn around and look at the back it's got the ingredients and the nutrition facts just like you would any other pop or drink uh, anywhere in the united states um but in my opinion it was i liked it better it it uh i think it had some apple juice in it too cinnamon it had a mm-hmm. cinnamon yeah yeah anyway yeah. It had apple and cinnamon and then but then a stronger pumpkin flavor it was if you looked because the reason I looked at the ingredients was to see what the number one ingredient was and it was apple juice. Okay. So it wasn't like pumpkin. So it's not like it's pumpkin juice. So it's not like straight pumpkin juice, but it still it was a good consistency and it had a good flavor to it that made it taste like pumpkin. And yeah. so and like you said, the spice, the cinnamon, and it was a really good. I thought it was a really good drink. I preferred it more than the butter beer, but at the same time. I just don't drink pop that often, so that's my... And that bottle is, uh, you can screw the cap back on. So basically, we've kept the bottle. Yeah. And so I will, even though we didn't take a picture of it that day, I will take a picture of it and put it up on the site. Yeah. uh, Before the show gets out there, and so then you can see what it looks like. So, but anyway, yeah, with that one, it is kind of a collector's item. You can keep it. Yeah. Get it back home, wash it out, and you can keep it and do whatever you want with it. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And it looks, the way it looks when there's no fluid in it, it looks like it's still filled with fluid. Yeah, you're right. Because it's got like that... The brown pumpkin color to it that uh it's kind of cool because i don't know that in itself is a kind of a little collector's item even though you know that's why you're paying the six something yeah Mm -hmm. so if you're looking for a collector's item you don't want to pay 11.50 for the cup there you go buy the pumpkin juice for 6.25 you have a collector's yeah still and if i remember that may have only been like 12 ounce maybe it was 16 i don't know i'll look at it yeah. yeah, but anyway, just to give you, a, so they know how much they're getting for the right. price and all. Yeah, that it's stuff. between that twelve so. and sixteen. Almost everything is of those two things that you get. So yeah, both of them refreshing. Yeah, uh, it depends on how much you want to spend. It was very refreshing so, at the time. So you know, I too, I didn't really describe the cup that you get, the, the uh, collectibles cup. It just says Wizarding World of Harry Potter on the outside of it. It's clear. It's plastic, but it looks like what it would be like a crystal mug. 
Oh yeah, that's the way I pretty much. That's the best way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. With a so. big like a Stein, like yep. a Stein handle. Mm-hmm. Yep. So okay. All right, so uh, I think we're gonna break right now, and then we'll come back and talk about just the the deals and the prices, and we're gonna close out the show. Okay. So. Book it now at theseamazingplaces.com. For more information, click on the Book It tab on our website. Okay, so uh, as you you if you've listened to our show for several times or at least a couple of times you've at least heard hopefully our our newer ones of course our older ones we didn't have this going on but we can book vacations for you um and we can do it anywhere we don't have to do it just do it at universal or disney or any of those places or theme park but uh one thing that we can do is anytime there is a deal going on we can get that same deal for you and get the same pricing and everything uh so if it's on universal's website and you'd rather book with a travel agent we can help you out uh, because most of the time, travel agents... They will well, be able to get you things that you may not be able to get by doing something on your own. Yes. I know, like, with certain hotels and stuff, that a hotel will all of a sudden magically have rooms open for a travel agent that they know, that they've worked with, that they may not have open when you just call on your own. Yeah. So. And the biggest deal, too, is with travel agents, they can have a package deal and get a cheaper price. than if And, in, and Expedia and those websites do that. If you want to book with them, no big deal. Go for it. But at the same time, we can get it for you, and we'll also be watching. And because we are involved and you're a listener of our show, we will be involved in your booking to help make sure we're keeping track that you are getting what you're paying for. And at the same time, we're going to be helping you out. It's If you want right. us to help out with planning, we can too. But, I mean... Well, we do these shows yes. for free mm-hmm. to help you out. Literally. I mean, that's why we so. sit here and do this each week. So prices, this is uh, two specials going on with Universal Orlando right now. When you book a four-night Universal Orlando vacation starting at $299 per adult, you can book now through January 15th, 2011 with travel now through May 1st, 2011. And that is the deal. It's for $299 per adult. And that's that's starting at $299 per, per adult. And it's a vacation package when you book with one of the hotels that are considered one of the universal orlando hotels it's not necessarily the ones on site that are more expensive that we've spoken about in other shows but the cheaper ones you can pick those and uh, like the double tree is how many days is that again four four nights that's a pretty good deal yeah uh also there is a two-part getaway at universal orlando starting at 239 per adult that is for vacations booked now through december 28th 2011 with travel now through december 31st 2011 so, so a year. You have I mean, a, year a year and a little and more, and this is a two-part getaway still going on that will be uh, will be great because you can, well, now through d- December 28th, 2011, that's, you can even book it next June and still get this two-part deal. Right. Uh, Universal also does, I don't know if we talk about, talked about this, but you can uh, get like uh, extended packages if you want to go outside Universal, if you want to go to SeaWorld, if you want to go to Wet n Wild, and we've not covered those on shows yet. But uh, those are extra specials if you're going to take a long extended vacation and you want to go more than just Universal Orlando. Um, Plus, you can probably just add an extra day and go to Disney if you want to or anything like that uh, along with. And as long as you have the transportation. Transportation just becomes difficult when you try to to combine mm -hmm. Disney with Universal. Yes. With the others, you can kind of... You can, there are ways to make your way around. Yep. Disney becomes a different, it's a complicated matter at that point. So, But uh, you can, when you do that, 
um, book with Universal and do the Wet and Wild or the SeaWorld thing, you can get free transportation to those no, places. And there are hotels within that area uh, that go to both. They have shovels that will shovel you to Disney. They mm-hmm. will shovel you to uh, Universal. They'll shovel you to SeaWorld, Aquatica, and all those places. So yep. you can always look those up too. And hence, the travel agent is going to know that quickly. So. Okay, and I anything else you want to That's say? It. I think we're good for this week. Uh, thanks so much for listening and uh, keeping us on your iPod or your computer or whatever you're listening to us. Uh, thanks so much to everyone who's continuing to send us stuff or a uh, few photos on Flickr and all that. Uh, send comments. You can put comments on our Flickr. You can put comments on YouTube, of course. And we're still looking for the that. iTunes reviews. There, thanks to again to the review that we got Boxing uh, Guru. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, appreciate that. And uh, if you guys ever want to send us emails too, of course that's included. Uh, all in our website, as we always say in the shows. Um, other than that, if you like the show and you think, hey, why not pass this on and help us out? The only thing that we just say, hey, if you want to help us out, just pass it on to your friends. Pass on the show. Tell them about it. It's uh, great advertising for us because we're just doing this and it's a free podcast. So that way we get more listeners. And uh, it's always better, I think, when we have more insights onto things because there's some people that I've talked to that say, hey, we listened to your show and you said this and uh, why don't you add this in next time? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And so those things, a lot of our shows have come out of those kinds of conversations with people, believe it or not. Um, so well, anyway. it's always nice. It's nice to try to get two sides to every coin. Oh, definitely. And so I don't. Yeah, Adam and I never want to be the be-all end-all of we know everything that happens within this park or in yeah. this situation. There, everybody has a different perspective. So yep. I would like to get those. Yeah, and it all it helps that it's at least two of us on the show. Some shows there's only one guy doing it all, and so that's only one view. At least I'm glad that Doug has a different view than I do a lot of times, and yeah. we can bring that to the table. But we are we are looking for others to tell us things that if you want your opinions to be uh, told on the show, definitely contact us, and we'll put you on the show, or we'll read it on the air, or whatever you want to do. Okay. That. So other than that, I hope that everyone has their Christmas shopping done by now. No, I know that they're <laughs> full of turkey. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Lots of turkey and yeah. uh, probably dread- dreading work. Probably this enjoying week. those turkey leftovers clear into today. Even, so. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Well, hopefully uh, the Christmas season doesn't get you too bogged down. You can have a chance to relax and uh, just think about the future. We had already talked. There might be a possible ability that Doug might be going down to Florida. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. Anyway, but, yeah, let's just not go there. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it, I was thinking about it in my next trip. I'm planning now for a spring trip in you know a couple of years. But this is a good planning time if you're going to do in the spring trip yep. or even in the summer. Plan out one. You know yeah. what? Adam and I, we've talked about this before. I'm going to throw this into the end because it's always nice to have the light at the end of the tunnel. And if you have a plan, a trip planned, scheduled for two years from now, it's nice to know that two years from now you have something that you're getting ready to go do. Yeah. And first of all, you have a long time to prepare to pay for it, to, to do things that you know you always wanted to do. You have more time to kind of plan and pay as you go along. But even outside of that, it's just nice to have something to look forward to. That's true. So mm-hmm. anyway, do that. Get out. Travel. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, really. All right. Well, have a great week, everybody. And stay tuned for more shows. See ya. Show me every time, show me some fun, show me a 
This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2010. Thanks for listening. Didn't, didn't check the mics. Oh, hello. I'm alive. Hello and welcome. Come sit around with Adam and I so we have somebody else to talk to other than just ourselves. Just tell Pam you said. Oh, I messed it up. All right, let's go. Okay.